You, you are, now are now tuned into the Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Syndicated worldwide to bring real, real black radio back, back to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the Syndicated Worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Since 1998, whether it's on your FM dial, internet radio station, podcast, or website, we're in the mix to bring you three hours of some of the best music from the black diaspora of old and new school music, hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, electronica, the entire nine, as well as news commentary and interviews. You got myself on the mix and commentary in DJ Fusion, and on the side you got my bro John Judah doing the same. What's going on there, Judah? Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, back Joey Kundalini about to settle it. Of course, the, the dark anti-matter back at it. Of course, use box, the world's greatest. Don't get it twisted, don't get it twisted. Of course, come to this, what they call the official bite station. People will bite. They will buy it because you about got that R.I. Those variety black radios back.com. Of course, big up to the whole We Are Wide World. We love you. And, and, and of course, uh, glad and we are pre- very appreciative that you are checking in. Of course, Asia on the check-in. Asia on the check-in. Yes, saying China, what's the deal? No, Vietnam. The band. All, uh, Korea. You know what I'm saying? Philippines. Yes, saying. Uh, what's that? Myanmar. Loud, you know what I'm saying? Get it in. All right, there. Fuse box. Fuse All right, all right, there, Judah. I'm glad to be here during another week to bring our mix of music and other vibes to the masses. Of course, we got to give big ups and love to all of our listeners by whatever means they listen to the show. We deeply appreciate you. We deeply all appreciate right. all the uh, wonderful affiliate folks who help spread our radio show to people's ears. Um, definitely check out um, all of those affiliates and their great programming and written content over um, at our official website um, blog, blackradioisback.com. You can go to the um, Fusebox Radio Partners um, link up top, click on there, and check all of those um, great folks out. And for people who um, don't necessarily are able to get it through our outlets and like doing the on-demand thing, we're accessible via a whole lot of ways. You can get it through iTunes. Definitely thanks everybody who, <laughs> pardon me, check the show out via iTunes and hits us up with um, ranking and stuff. We deeply appreciate it. Zoom. <coughs> yeah, excuse me. iTunes, um, Zoom, as I said before, um, Flycast, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and any um, music RSS feeder or podcatcher. You should be able to grab up the show, download it to your MP3 player of choice. Or just listen them directly through your computer and check heads out at any time. You go to our official website at any time. FuseboxRadioOnline.com F-U-S-E-B-O-X R-A-D-I-O-O-N-L-I-N-E That links to a whole bunch of our various stuff that gives information about the radio show itself, a little brief history, and how people can go ahead and submit music to um, the radio show for airplay consideration. And if you're on the social networks, you can go to pretty much any of the sites and go to slash Fusebox Radio and get to us. So Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, MySpace.com slash Fusebox Radio, YouTube.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. And for people who like to go directly to the Facebook like page, we do have a Facebook like page now. You go to Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show. 
as in one word. And you go there and um, check out the weekly show postings and any other good stuff that pops up in people's mind and brainstem. And um, all of that good stuff. Pardon me for the sneezing. Um, part of the week's been kind of um, rough for me, um, allergy-wise and on a few um, personal issues. But we're here. We're ready to make it happen on the upswing of things. So that's definitely um, a blessing. Shout out to PlanetIll.com. Shout out to Ohio Blog, where we do um, written articles for both of those sites um, each week as part of the music staff at um, various sites, both those sites. Um, a decent exposure over at Planet Ill, um, hyping up independent music artists from music genres all over the world each week. And New Music yep, Tuesdays, yep. reviews of independent and mainstream albums of all genres um, yep, over at Ohio Blog. Excuse me. And yeah, that's about it. Um, should be um, around NYC and a few other places in the next few months. More announcements to come um, for either press coverage or actual events. Also, the AfroRadio.co project is jumping off this fall. Um, more details have to come. Definitely check that out. Or just go directly to AfroRadio.co and um, sign up for the um, launch list. And that'll be what is up. And... What's going on? A lot going on this week's show. A mix of old, new school music, as we um, always do. Um, We got some new segments from Black Agenda Report and Free Press with their uh, Media Minute segments. And um, we have a mini interview this week from um, independent hip-hop artists representing New Jersey and Jersey Sound Lab, Broadway Blake. And so that should be pretty cool. So, pretty jam-packed show um, jumping off this week. And, of course, our brand old commentary before we get into the music and all the other good stuff. So, let's go on ahead and slide right into it. Um, first and foremost, um, let's um, give props to um, those who have passed away. Um, Entertainment legend on a few levels here in the United States passed away um, this week. For all my um, sports fans, um, people may know um, Bubba Smith. Yeah. From his time with the, um, I think it was Indianapolis Colts, if I remember properly. I think I think he did a, a stint with them. I forgot the other team, but now I remember Bubba. I, I well, I don't remember him playing, but I remember. Uh, my brothers and my father and, you know, the men talking about him. And he used to be in commercials mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah, I think he was in a couple of commercials and, um, uh, uh, like, uh, yeah. Now I remember, now I remember that. I remember that. No doubt. And for people who might not know him from the sports, and if you watch pretty much any of the Police Academy movies, um, that was Hightower. Big, tall, black yeah. dude carried, like, that damn near um, Dirty Harry Magnum and all of that stuff and um was in a lot of tv shows and movies um actually ironically the day i found out that he passed away i saw an old married with children episode with him and that was actually an insanely funny episode him and al bunny were fighting over a high school football trophy or whatever in that joint so um a lot of people ain't known him from his acting and a lot of comedic type of deals as well but um, died in the 60s, um, definitely kind of a surprise passing. Um, had found out about that. So um, condolences to his friends, family, and fans who um, ran into his um, stuff one way or the other, whether again through sports or the um, acting or other um, entertainment fields. 
and what have you. Um, let me see here. I guess let's get into um, some of the more, I guess, politically type of stuff and a few other things here and there before we delve into the radio show. Um, I'm, I'm sure most people internationally know we've gone through this big thing in the United States about um, this debt ceiling, essentially not trying to default. And in really, really short summation, if the U.S. ended up defaulting, that meant we wouldn't have been able to pay off a lot of loans we had to other countries that would have devalued the dollar, which is still tied into a lot of other countries' currencies. And it just messed things up a whole lot. Um, living in the D.C. metro area, it was, um, at present, it was extreme, extreme news over here. Because that also meant that a lot of government agencies' funding wouldn't have gone through. And also, a lot of those agencies and other people get profit, um, hit up nonprofit for money and stuff in terms of helping out with their budgets. And states wouldn't have gotten various funding or reduced funding and so forth and so on. I wouldn't have minded a crisis per se if it was a real crisis. I don't believe the debt ceiling was a real crisis on multiple levels. Part of me think a lot of this was just people playing game. And a part of me is like... Wow, people are that beat about just not wanting to do anything as long as a dude who looks melanated is president of the United States. Since every president has raised this particular debt ceiling, I'm not saying that being in debt's the widest thing on earth, but it's like, come on, y'all, really? Like, stuff will not function if this doesn't go down. Not the way that we're used to it. It's not functioning in the world's best way right now in terms of people being unemployed and other types of stuff. Whereas the U.S. Congress could have been concentrating on people getting jobs and funding for social programs and stuff like that. People were grandstanding and puffing their chest out on something like this. Which until it got real and people started seeing what would or would not get paid or reduced pay, including Social Security and Medicare and stuff like that. Or um, things like veterans and soldiers maybe not being able to get paid after a while. You know, the proverbial-ish hit the fan and people literally at the last minute push something through, which is not a prime program, I think, whether you call yourself quote-unquote progressive or quote-unquote conservative. Um, We still got a long way to go, and this just is another example to me of political game playing and just people being spiteful for no damn reason. Like, a lot of these guys in Congress, they pretty much have a check for life. Or you have people who say call want to be um, what they call um, um, career politicians. Like those guys have full health insurance. They make most in what most Ameri- average Americans do at least um, six figures, low six figures. But we're not counting lobbying money, perhaps bribe money, and stuff like that. Um, it, it was actually a rather disgraceful situation. He even had other countries who were like, what the hell is the matter with y'all right now? This type of mess ain't never happened. Um, personally, I don't know what's going on with um, President Obama. I am not a Democrat. I am not a Republican. So I'm not going to use either of those easy arguments. I think sometimes you got to mouth off on people. I think that bro needs to realize that everybody ain't going to love him no matter what he does. So he might as well try to put something good through. But that's just me. I didn't think it was going to happen. They were going to let it go. Um, don't mean to offend nobody, but white folk been building up this situation before the ship came over here and killed was starting to kill people. And it wasn't like Y2K. It wasn't going to get. It wasn't going like. It wasn't going. They wasn't going out like that. 
You know what I'm saying? So I just, I, I knew it was going to go down to the wire. Somebody, you know, it was just a whole bunch of posturing, you know, and, and, and into getting people scared and getting people uh, off, 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 off kilter uneasy. You know what I'm saying? Which is what is, which is done very good um, in America. And so it, it, it just, you know, the people almost, almost have a sense of desperation and almost feel like they need to depend on them more or or either be mad and angry you know what i'm saying but at the same time if you're not at peace you know what i'm saying really but i knew it was coming and that was just and, and it came yeah i believe something was going to come even if you know worse came to worse and um he had to pull what they call just going through the 14th amendment and be like look this is going to get taken care of no matter what happens it's just the fact that he even had to go there to me that is utterly ridiculous no, no. And and really serve no purpose because there's still a whole bunch of people, record numbers right now in terms of the average United States of people who are unemployed or on unemployment insurance. And a lot of people who are underemployed and doing jobs just for the sake of scraping by, they're not doing what they have qualifications for. No doubt. So, you know, instead of everybody just trying to babble and, and show out because a TV camera is in front of them or a YouTube video or whatever, maybe you know, you probably need to actually do their damn job and answer the people. That's just me. Alright. My political quick rant. Actually, I did pretty good. I'm summarizing that. Alright. And um, let's see. That's um, definitely with one major thing. Um, What else is going on here? Um, What the hell? Let's see. What else is the deal? Yep, yep, yep. All my people who are in sports, the NFL is going through 90 million trades and. Contract signings and all that good stuff. Their lockout is officially over. The NBA's lockout, we might not have a season depending on how it goes. Now, I don't know. I, I feel weird when I hear stuff like that because I know athletes go through a lot of physical exertion and everything, and it's not like they're just sitting on, you know, they're behind to do nothing to earn their money. They're definitely earning these franchises and stuff money. But part of me is like, why do I feel s- sorry for millionaires? But I gotta be like, all these players aren't millionaires. And they got unions and stuff too. And those millionaires are making somebody billions. So we can look at a low, I get. I don't like to say lower grade, that's kind of bad. Um, we can look at the average man job having a union. They want to have people be all better for the work they put in. So I guess I can understand, you know, that in the same way. And as a relatively decent sports fan, you know, I don't know what the heck's gonna be on TV when them in NBA games. You know, so I don't know. Time will tell. One thing is for sure. I remember me and my brother having a conversation about just the, um, about money being made in sports, and it was unrelated to this topic, but I can kind of use what my brother was saying about a different topic on this one. And that is, the owners make a lot of money. You know, most of these owners are really like, like a modern day, uh, um, um, what is that called, uh, uh, overseers, hmm. or like almost plantation systems, where you know, of course, these people get paid, whatever, whatever. But like the slaves, the, the little meager stuff that they got, that what, what, the, 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 the you know, the. Cats who was in the house, the owners and family were seeing a whole different type of bread. You know what I'm saying? Just like, of course, it's 
closer than it was back then, obviously. But, you know, the, the, my point is, the players have a right to, and, it, and particularly in, in football and basketball, which are still sports that, basketball is predominantly uh, black American. And so this is, this is really out of the the the, the, the workers' tradition and um, Black American tradition in the United States of individuals want you know whatever whatever. It's not necessarily you know through regular media thought, thought of or put in that context, but that's what it is. And I'm and and, and you know and um, that's the idea. My brother was telling me is that the owners make a lot of bread. You know what I'm saying? And I've always made a lot of bread, so they should, they should, um, you know, more money should, more money should be, um, whatever, more money should should be paid. You know what I'm saying? If, you know, uh, uh, to those cats, and I'm and I'm proud that you know there are cats out there who, who are going to take it there. No doubt. Nah, nah, I definitely can agree with you um, on that. I mean, again, you know, there's definitely imbalance in terms of what goes where. And um, actually, um, both you and I were listening um, about a week or so ago to, um, I, I, I upload the iPod in the car with like all kinds of podcasts. I had Real Sports with Brian Gumbel on. And they had a story about um, football players and other players who, you know, more than, I guess the quote unquote average cat, like after they play their few years and make, you know, pretty nice money, that a lot of medical coverage doesn't happen anymore and a whole bunch of other things. and. Like how you have a union at your regular nine to five, and when you're like, "Hey, I want to have some medical coverage that works for the stuff I need," they go towards yeah. stuff like that too. So it's not all just about you know greenbacks or whatever. People know that those type of careers are extremely limited. No doubt. So you know, I dig where people are coming from. The majority of the time, I actually get into sitting down and doing a lot of reading and research on these joints. So. NBA no thing is unfair and, and crazy. You know, everybody's not making Kobe Bryant. No doubt. You know, everybody's not making like the people you see in the commercials and stuff. So, no doubt. you know, best of luck to everybody that they get something solved and, you know, get what's properly theirs. And um, one or two more quick things. One thing kind of serious, one thing a little more on the entertainment end, but it has provoked such a controversy on the internet, I have, I'm going to have to mention it. Um, first and foremost, um, crazy story I found via io9.com, shout out to the Gotham Media family and all of those people. They had an interesting story talking about NIH um, right now will not offer public access to information about its researchers' financial ties. In other words, a lot of medical research, like drug research and health research and stuff, is not just funded by government or nonprofit entities. There are, you know, private companies, including um, private pharmaceutical companies, that fund these studies. And all of these people aren't evil or have bad agendas or anything, but they're definitely those that do. And it's kind of weird that NIH, the National Institutes of Health, won't just be like, hey, here's where this money's coming from from this study. Because that, to me, may color how you look at the study. Well done. And unfortunately, we're in a day and age that, you know, some people, if, I don't know, if the cigarette company is, is funding you researching how tobacco affects your, affects your lungs, some people might be a little more tempted to, to go towards tobacco's all good, you know? Then vice versa. Taking this pill instead of losing, losing some weight will, will help you out. 
if the pill company's funding your research, where may that go? So that, that, that that's kind of a weird, shady outlook. Well, I know National Institute of Health turned a blind eye and they were partially in cahoots with um, the Tuskegee experiments and the multiple um, experimentation that has taken place on black Americans from the 18th, well, at least from, it's been going on since the 1800s, at least in, over here, and before the 1800s actually, but in a sense since the NIH was about, came about, it's been going on since then, and they've been kind of knowingly been involved or turned a blind eye, so anything that they say has to be questioned anyway from that perspective. Indeedy, indeedy, Dan Judah. And uh, one quick thing that's on the entertainment end, but I think just shows a particular outlook from people as a whole in terms of how people want to perceive people of color in mass media. Um, interesting um, outcome this week. Through one of the Marvel comic lines, um, their ultimate ultimate comic line, basically kind of alternate universe of their heroes and their existence and stuff. Um, in um, Ultimate Spider-Man, Peter Parker dies, and his replacement ends up being a young, half-black, half-Hispanic dude. And um, in the world of the internet, some people lost their collective-ish, or whatever. And it's weird to me, because for one, I'm like, this is a fictional character. I have my nerd and geeky tendencies, and I, I can watch adaptations and stuff and be like, why isn't it this way or whatever else? But one thing, I'm grown. I'm not going to lose my mind over half of this stuff. And secondly, it's like, why can't a person of color be a hero? No, no. Even if in a fictional universe. And as one who still has my comic book geeky side, I don't really grab stuff as often as I used to, but I still check a lot of stuff out. One, I'm like, it's not the old storyline where you have a continuous type of thing going on. Secondly, if one dude dies in a comic series, usually somebody else takes over. I didn't see any kind of recommendation that it had to be another young white dude who would take over Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, Spider-Man is Spider-Man. You know, you know they got the alter alter ego and everything, but it's like, come on, why couldn't it be another person? Because they're putting on the mask, and they're running around doing their thing. And in a world that's already more and more diverse, or people are acknowledging the diversity of people that are around, what's wrong with a young, you know, black or brown person picking something up and being like, hey, that cat looks like me? You know what I'm saying? They're doing all types of ultra heroic stuff and everything. That's that's kind of cool. That's not the crux and have all and end all because trust me, I've I actually have and Judah has seen you know crates of comics from back in the day and some stuff in the present. And there are some things that try to set themselves in a particular universe, and you would be like, yo, just because they're brown don't mean this comic book's gonna be awesome. You still gotta be able to tell stories. You still gotta be able to have good art and all of that type of stuff but there is a dire need to just see more people in the headline parts not the background characters you know doing their thing in 2011 you still don't see too many of those type of cats doing their thing whether it's marvel universe dc universe or whatever have i mean you have blade that's cool um you know bishop x-men storm x-men 
you know, few other people here and there. DC, depending on if somebody passed away or died or got added on, Green Latin, those various people. But it's still, and I'm not saying it from the black American perspective because I'm a black American. I know there's people of other backgrounds around. I know Batman in its universe has diversified internationally lately to a different thing. That's kind of cool. But the fact that people got their, you know, panties and or boxers in the knot to me is weird. Like, get over it. The, the world is more than just you. And in the day, as long as the storyline ain't whack, I don't care. Because personally, I don't want to have a brother in there and the storyline gets whack. No doubt. That serves no purpose for nobody. Whether you're a hardcore comic fan or somebody who's just there like, Hey, I, I see somebody that looks like me on a race thing. I, I want to see what's good to make sure they ain't writing them crappy or, or making them, you know, stereotype. Like, I don't need a coon Spider-Man either. You know what I'm saying? Not about that. <laughs> you know, just because they brown. Or whatever have you. Personally, I haven't read all of this storyline yet. I hope it's good. I've actually seen good feedback about the actual storyline and how it's developing. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of proud of Marvel going there. Like, look, you know, we don't always got to be in a particular box. And uh, put stuff out there. I mean, in terms of somebody major, in terms of a comic book that doesn't really blow, that hasn't happened in terms of that kind of change for at least 10 years in my memory of reading stuff 10 to um, 15 years and that includes um, when Milestone Comics used to um, exist R.I.P. to him Dwayne McCoffey who passed away a few months ago and who wrote lots of stuff for like that he wrote stuff for that line Justice League a whole bunch of various stuff where he introduced a lot of um, not just characters of color who are superheroes but dope storylines and dope art and stuff like that and for a mainstream line marvel has always been pretty good at trying to make things happen on that so personally i think it's a good thing and again ain't because the bros you know brown is something i can relate to it, it just looks hot to me and if that's that one small step towards diversity for some young kid or adult picking up a comic book god bless them one thing is for sure um i've been like this for mostly all my life is that I don't? I definitely don't want a black person in there if they're gonna be whack, no good, corny, um, and you know, um, a coon. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it was a good idea to have a character in there that was mixed, that was you know, act black and Hispanic. In actuality, um, if they're not light skinned Hispanics, that's not really. That's almost more of a black and Indian mix. You know what I'm saying? At least, you know, Northern American, that is. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but of course, if they're right, that means more of a Spanish, you know, European Spanish. But either way, I think that was a good idea. And, um, and uh, you know, you know, you know, uh, uh, um, and, you know, because that could draw two different crowds, you know what I'm saying? And the similarities and the things that they do have in common in the state and in other places or whatever. So I definitely applaud Stan Lee for that. I think that that was cool, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. Big up to all Marvel Comics cats, you know what I'm saying? Which are two of my brothers are, 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 were, were that. So I remember seeing, seeing and, and my other brother was DC. So I, I, I remember a lot of that coming up. <laughs> no doubt. And, um... 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy for it. I'm happy that it was one of those things where there was a consciousness, but it wasn't just like let's just do it just because type of deal or whatever. So I, I hope it's a good storyline and, and I hope it makes sense and things um work out um okay. And you know, Spider Man is still Spider Man. You know, you you ain't beat for Spider Man in the first place. You're probably not gonna be any more so than. And of course, you hear like the, some of the conservative TV people have said corny stuff like, "Well, it's only because Obama's in there where that there's a Spider Man." Really? Wow, y'all, y'all are weird. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that Spider Man represented the Aryan race, but that's just me. And the true Aryans weren't even white; they were black. <laughs> yeah, that that's that, that's his, that's history. People don't like digging into. See that 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 just misses. Um, and that was the like 30s thing. That, that was something that this, this, this German cats gravitated towards in the 30s, at least, of the, of the Nazi persuasion. <laughs> oh man, I just, you know, I just hope everything's gonna be good with it. Um, like I said, so far from the stuff I've read in terms of how it developed, it seems pretty interesting. And I guess I can get near a bookstore now since Borders is closing around my way. Probably go to Barnes Noble or something one day and sit down and look through and see what's up, but good for Marvel, you know, um, um, I'm glad for that, and I hope, you know, they, they make a good storyline with that, and, um, yeah, like I said, if a kid or somebody else could pick something up and be like, hey, that cat looks like me, and it's not corny, and that inspires somebody somehow to not be corny, then that's what's good. I know the costume looks tight for people like you when a search on the web, but somebody's doing something right about it, so... Big up to all the comic book stores and um, especially and big up to the one on H St. Mark's in Manhattan. Alright? Oh, no doubt. I've been, I went to that joint plenty of time. And Midtown Comics as well for my NYC people. And speaking right. of comics, um, we're going to be at NY Comic Con again this year, October 2011. So uh, we'll make right. more announcements as stuff goes by. Hopefully, we'll at least have some flyers and other stuff on hand. Right. And see what's good with the people and um, all of that good stuff. Oh, one more quick entertainment thing before we go ahead and get to the radio show. Um, I saw a promo. I don't know if you've seen this promo yet, Judah. There's a promo for an upcoming movie about the Tuskegee Airmen called Red Tails. Okay, then. And um, Cuba Gooding Jr. is in it. Um, Terrence Howard is in it. A whole bunch of um, black actors. Okay, I could. I know Cuba Gooding was in the one that was on. That was, I think, a TV movie for cable. He was in that one. I'm okay. correct. Okay. So, yeah. So that that that's nah. They, that, that's cool. That's cool. The Tuskegee Airmen never got a bomber shot down. Yeah, and um, the preview looks tight for it. They like they put money into it. Um, I uh, think they just started showing on TV. Those are some badass niggas. Period. Uh, those, those, those were soldiers that did their thing. They, they, they protect the flying fortresses. I think some of them were called B-52s or whatever. And um, the Germans couldn't get through. The Germans, can, the so-called super race, with some some American Negroes. And they couldn't do nothing with them. One of them was from Harlem, I know that. But they were scattered, they were scattered throughout all the country. They were, they were African-Americans combined from different parts they couldn't do nothing with that. Mm-hmm. Nothing with that. No doubt. I think there's a few of those um, brothers still alive, if I remember properly. But um, I was happy to see that they're doing a, a big screen adaptation of the story. I hope it's a good movie. 
the preview looks good. People are gonna search Red Tails on um, the net or YouTube. You should be able to see the um, trailer for it. No doubt. And um, yeah, I hope it works out. I mean, when we have movie role where there seems to be extremes, I mean, I'm all for diverse artistic expression. Probably one of the more better people with it. But when all you either see is like folks cooning or, you know, being a magical Negro and somehow helping somebody of another ethnic background succeed while they're in the background. It's nice to see movies like that out there. It's been a while since one has seen a, a, bio, a, a biographical movie kind of on that level. Uh, in, in the uh, mainstream push. I mean, it, in my memory, it's been a little bit. So, congratulations. Other people can see the help. I'm not really beat to see white folks talking about black maids, personally, even though they got good black actresses in that movie. I'll, I'll see Red Tails and call it that. Nah, no doubt. Big up to them for making that. That's that's true. I mean, the, the black soldiers, I've read the book called Bloods about black soldiers in Vietnam, but, you know, those of us who have black relatives with people in the military, blacks who come through the United States military, are some of the strongest black folks that there are. I can say that. I can definitely say that. Maybe the motives overseas ain't always whatever, but they you normally, normally, normally those um, orders are given from people who are not on the ground. So, and it comes from other people. So those individuals are just believing what they're told and giving their heart and souls for that. And I can commend them for that. The black Negroes who come through there. Particularly before 1990, you know, no doubt, that'll be a good thing to check out. Ladies and gentlemen, Fusebox Lady, you're about to turn it out. No doubt. All right, what we gonna do? Well, since you are on that that tip real quick, I'm just gonna say shout out to um, all of our soldiers and vets out there. We know that every um, battle wasn't necessarily for the best reasons by a government or whatever else, but quite frankly, as a black American, as a black woman in America, there ain't too many places at the moment that are that that dope for a black woman in America. Black women, in general, to get a certain amount of foundation and and respect. So, for all those people who do fight for stuff on the ground here and overseas, whether it's, you know, through legal means or other types of means, um, I deeply appreciate all those folks, and I mean, I got family that's military, you know, past, and a few that are present, so, you know, and also that was the way a lot of black folks were able to make a living and get education, still is, so, you know, big up to all of them people, and besides that, man, yeah, I'm ready to get into the radio show and all of that good stuff, and, um, yeah, um, I know there's going to be a lot of new reviews um, next week on um, the websites. Um, we write for us, definitely check that out. I'll play the Illinois Hell No. Oh, Hell No blog. I'll probably end up reviewing um, that Jay Z Kanye West joint by next week's show. And I'll probably talk something about it one way or the other <laughs> when it goes down. And um, yeah, that's about it, man. It's about time to get into some tunes. Um, I'm itching to get into some tunes. So I guess it's been kind of a personal rough week for me, but things have smoothed out. And um, just glad to have the show and make some things happen. So let's go ahead and crank it out. This is the syndicated worldwide Fusebox Radio broadcast. DJ Fusebox, John Judah bringing the international sounds to the international audience. 21st Century Black Radio. No pay involved. Pure quality control. And we about to get into it. All right. Peace.
Sugar Dick Daddy, Mr. Long to break it down. Ladies, step to me for a real neat treat. And if you don't want to call me Long, you can call me Sweet Meat. I wear protection, you won't catch claps here. Come over later, but first go get a pap smear. 9.5, okay, dear? And don't forget clean underwear. Cause I don't want the funk to flow. And after I nut, yo, you gotta go. Don't you know? Don't you know? Okay, enough is enough. Time to get that off my ladder. You know what? You know what? I'm sick and tired of rap that's not real and suckers making it what the pop feel. Label sign and acts for enough bills. Tax right off, cause I have no skills. You go make a demo, get a deal and start to sprout. Gold, platinum, and then start selling out. You get a Benz and trashing over. Double platinum and start crossing over. Then you get full, I won't give examples. Hit, hit. They use the same old samples, but not the sheep, for we are sleek and unique. Top of the peak and others are weak. Follow the words I speak. The situation is bleak, but this is the fly dish that you seek. When the style is dope, Mr. Long's a participator. If you want a battle, later. Cause black sheep are certified greater than, but I said later, man. I can dig it. You know what? 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 I turn on the radio. Be a prime time to a late night rap show. Here, the same old, same old. And that's on your new single. Your product is a product of no productivity. Can ya CG? You kick the wax out and claim to have brains. Take the funky drama and give them back to James. I'm dope, I'm dope. <laughs> I can't cope. Keep your cordless because you're bored of this. You say you're sure, yeah, but I'm the surest that. Black sheep are unique. Funky clever brothers that will make a church girl freak out without a doubt. You have no wins in a money one bout. So shout, pout, do what you want, but you're out the picture. And I'ma get you sucker because you're a dumb motherfucker. Better off as a tractor trail trucker, but moving right along to the Woodstock. Stop. Remember when the band was on rock? Negro music <laughs> separated. It blew up and then came rap, and you hated it. That's of course to you see. A mother of that could be in your family. Drop lyric, then you hear it with glee. The only thing it tells me is that you know a good thing when you see it. You run to get a tan 'cause you cannot be it. Still, off the top of my head, I guess I keep it rolling till uh, the rap gets stolen. Like so many other things for theft. And when it's going, what will be left? You sucker, dumb fella, don't turn blue. You know what? Talking to you. You know what? You know what? You know what? 
now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. You know Come on, honey, wake up. You said he's gonna get a job today. Uh, come on, we got bills to pay. I'm tired of this. No, you, you're taking this too far. Come on, get up. Uh, Rick will give me some money. Chill out. I'll go to, I'll go to more. Pass me a beer. The lot right around the best trouble, fake friends. Word, here they come now. Yeah, Ricky, let me couple ends for lunch and all of that. I got to listen to this nonsense. What the hell, Crumb? Don't you have a conscience? He'll treat the bowl, get the gold truck and heat it. Give. To an extent, until the bloodsucker beat it. I see my doc, I said, yo, doc, how's the health fit? Don't worry about these peasant mothers acting like your welfare. Words of parasites, tell me, hasn't it ever occurred? Uh, stand on your own, too. Please, I never heard. By the window, in the bathroom, that one did it. Got it dressed like a brother, dead four for them to quit it. Potential was intelligence. Ask me, you Hey, half cent hookers trying to act like snob. Get it, get it. You want a damper? No. Here she go, I'm gonna try and hit a train. Rick, my baby needs pampers. So buy Come em. on, take me to Pizza Hut. What class cow? What would your man say if he could see a slut ex now for five bucks? Who? Window washer, fries barely missed him. Pissed him, dissed him. Turn up the system. You're the treat, that's the dinner. I'm hungry, said I'm good. Try to pour behind home and eat bread and water. A rich girl, dumb crack. I said you's always the best. Yeah, whatever, no question. Fudge Yo, what the hell is with your people? Are you all incoherent? 50 years old and still be living with your parent. Not a break to break. Yell on the phone. Take all I own. Yeah, everything and leave me the hell alone. Word up, now shorty rock steals and robs. So you have sin, hookers trying to act like snobs. Get a job, get a job. And even worse when they never heard a nine to five. And you can't be gentle or to get all sentimental. I don't work for white people. Well, work for Ariane. A baby's mother. A flirt. That's why I plenty get killed. I'm in Peru. Kids hurt. And I need 20 men. Old man renting traps. Deaf, dumb, blind, too. I lost my wallet, sonny. Side grants. Lost mine, too. Lonely, understand, but still I have a cold heart. So on the spot is one horny old fart. Word thinking the intelligent. It's me you want to rock. And all you have said, hookers trying to act like snobs. Get a job. Get a job.
It's the power move. You are now listening peace to, to the power Fuse move. Box yeah. Radio. It's the master plan. Word. Peace. To the master plan. Yeah. Chicken. Fuse Box Radio. 
Off the straps at the victory lap for a Ramosado maniac, rap run runners, kingpin numbers to kick, knee slap scat, throttle loose, filling on the track in your town like Ringling Brothers, bring rings around clowns, got them bowing down and surround sound, drown, pawn something for a small fortune, go broke, sell portion to an auction, caution, name your prices that times four score, of course, no love lost. Enter the town on tour, they force cost more. Give or take the off day, short stay. In case the court is short, he need the horse play, raw hay. Breaking in the dough, no connection. Came home, names bidding, still paying protection. Feeling no kidding when he ain't rhyme checking. Or in the sunshine with a fine dime necking. He lighting up the Olympic torch with sparks glow. A gift got scores, hold. Pass it off, the stalks go. Bringing it home, Mr. Relay Labs. Twist cast, put him on it. The other half on their neck and they back. Prepare your best for the victory laps. Take titles and give them back. World Series hummus, veteran numbers. Still spit that crack. Bottles of goose in the backpack. 
Talking like dear Tony Starks, don't you dare let us down Your hits be immaculate and accurate Like the targets of Jay Plummer Started all that talk of being a gunner Beef in the winter leads to death in the summer Switching the Frank's army tanks Fuck a bodyguard, it's me in the iron I'm secure like federal banks Pirates, y'all better walk the plank Motherfucker Walk a blucker, compliments of the gentleman in all black In the back, softball, stack off the wall, plaque Fall slack, tracking this is tricky. Hope to fix the problem with the rack opinions. Do hickey not too quickly. It's softer than a gooch. As I proceed to pop the clutch like a cooch, boost. It broke loose, scratched the side, sliding. Disappeared off the horizon, gliding. You're now riding with the rude gin and Jim Sing drinking. Sing a sting song smooth as mink skin. Drop a jeweler, keep the king's men stinking. Filthy metal fingers leave the ink pen stinking. Move, collab is in a mess. Reeking, speaking from the heart like a stabbing in the chest. Leaking in a cab in distress. Blinking, home, poems ringing in his dome, clinging to chromosomes.
now listening to Fuse Box Radio with DJ Fuse.
is DJ Logic. You're now listening to the Fuse Box, bringing the best of hip-hop and soul music, news and commentary from all over. The Obama administration's Justice Department says there's no compelling reason to reopen the investigation into the assassination of Malcolm X. More precisely, Attorney General Eric Holder's people claim the matter of Malcolm's death does not implicate federal interests sufficient to necessitate the use of scarce federal investigative resources. With such cold, contemptuous bureaucraties, the first black U.S. Attorney General, serving at the pleasure of the first black president, dismisses the 1965 murder of the guiding spirit of black America's 1960s freedom movement as not worth the cost. In flat-out denying that the case could implicate federal interests, the Justice Department is engaged in a stonewalling that is equal to a cover-up of its institutional involvement in Malcolm's elimination. It is a matter of settled public record that FBI Chief J. Edgar Hoover hated black militants and that his agents had thoroughly infiltrated the Nation of Islam in the period that Malcolm was its lead spokesman and after he split with the organization. If anyone could provide evidence as to who really killed Malcolm at the Audubon Ballroom, it is the FBI. Yet the last we heard from the Bureau on the matter was in 1980, when the FBI claimed that it had never investigated the assassination of a man they followed around the country and around the world until his dying day a man who was the central personality in a movement they were attempting to neutralize under the COINTELPRO political police program. If we are to believe the FBI did not investigate Malcolm's murder, there can only be one reasonable conclusion to be drawn from the Bureau's conduct, that they knew exactly what happened at the Autobahn ballroom and either facilitated it or criminally failed to prevent a capital crime from occurring. There is no statute of limitation on such crimes. The Justice Department's statement that the limitations have passed is erroneous because they do not allow for the possibility of either direct FBI involvement in Malcolm's murder or criminal facilitation of the murder or homicide by depraved indifference which is equivalent to murder. Yet, the vast bulk of black public opinion strongly suspects one of these three murder scenarios involving the FBI. To dismiss these fact-based, reasonable suspicions out of hand amounts to a whitewash 46 years after the crime. Attorney General Holder, the top federal lawman, has no moral or legal right to arbitrarily absolve his department of involvement in Malcolm's death. What is already known of the FBI's activities, including and especially the 1980 denial that it ever investigated Malcolm's death, is grounds for ample suspicion for any reasonable person on its face. The Bureau also claims that Malcolm X's murder was not a civil rights violation because the killers were black. But the point is, millions of people suspect that the guys who pulled the strings for the hit or made the killer's job easier or who watched with satisfaction and did nothing were white officers of the law. Attorney General Holder and his boss in the White House 
are determined to allow the question to remain buried along with Malcolm, which makes them no better than J. Edgar Hoover. For Black Agenda Radio, I'm Glenn Ford. On the web, go to www.blackagendareport.com. You are now, are now, are now tuned in. To the Fuse Box Radio Broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. You're as good as they say you are. Syndicated worldwide to bring real black radio back to the masses. This is a survival story. True get a story. This is my story. Real get a story. Hey. I remember those days when L was my home When me and mama bed was a big piece of foam And me never like bathed and my ear never come When mama gonna work me, go street or roam I remember when Danny them get my snow cone And make him lick a bread at them, kick up Jerome I remember when we visit them with pure big stone And the boy Danny pop out something we full chrome I remember when we run, but I get him knee blown And my best friend Richie get doing I'm dumb I remember so the avenue turning a war zone And Mikey mother fly out Cause she get alone But Mikey got too far in and got on Al Capone Make one leap of money and send me No one who won't know And we all out the city and that is well known Yesterday Mikey called me from my phone Me say Mikey, we got the thing them Them out of luck now Me squeeze seven and the whole of them I don't know We have one leap of extra clip cause we no broke now Hey, we got the thing them, so them are furious we Cause we are taking to them wicked up lately I know the whole community I live greatly I remember about 80, Jamaica explode When a Trinity and Tony, you with them a run road That a long before Leng, them an even bigger fold When Adams, them a corporal, no know the road code I remember when we robbed the Chinese shop down the road And rumor of it said the Chinese man have a soul But we did have a one pop when we caught a boat So you know the next day, mama part to overload I remember when we stick the pole clerks And dump the ballot box, panty valley outskirts And all a plane ticket and go chill over turks When me come back, I still in the hole, me alerts I remember those days when informer turks Get one in nine face and me no get no perks Cause the bigger heads, them are a couple of jerks Cause of them I make the money when I we mash the works But we get the thing, them, them out a lot now Me squeeze seven and the whole of them I don't know We have only for extra clip cause we no broke now Hey, we got the thing them, so them a feel we Cause we are taking to them wicked off lately I know the whole community a live greatly Jamaican gets through through greed and glutton Politics manipulate and press youth button But we rich now, so them can't tell man nothing Cause we are met my money and fish and mutton Hey, over the summit, me tell them no something To me they are foreign, no a guy kill me cousin And me here said he did the but him said him wasn't Anytime me fly down, him I get more dozen Cause we get the thing them, them out of luck now We squeeze seven and the whole of them I don't know me a bully for extra clip cause we no broke now Hey, we get the thing them, so them a period we Cause we a take it to them wicked off lately I know the whole community a live greatly 
I remember those days when hell was my home When me and mama bed was a big piece of foam And me never life bathed and my ear never come When mama gonna work me go street for Rome I remember when Danny them take my snow cone And make him lick a bread of them kick up Jerome I remember when we visit them with pure big stone And the boy Danny pop out something we full chrome I remember when we run but I get him knee blown And my best friend Richie get doing I'm down I remember Saudi Avenue turning a war zone And Mikey mother fly mode Cause she get alone But Mikey go too far in and go turn all Capone Make one leap of money and send me No one who won't know how we all have the city And that is well known Yesterday Mikey called me from my phone Mr. Mikey He's now listening to Fuse Box Radio DJ Fuse He heard the key in the door Wife coming home early He on the futon doing the dirty with the purdy Young thing, tongue ring, air game, vicious, multiple positions, futile resistance. The key turn, door open, ABT chirp. Put your clothes on for both of us, get hurt. Like getting caught, not part of the plan. So she out the back door with a bra in her hand. He like, damn. She don't maintain the same status of a friend, so she's blaming all on him. Cause she can't hit the streets like Kim. No 350 Benz AMG on the rims, but the issue is so bigger than him. She gauging her happiness according to them. So all that they built on, prayed on, meaningless attempts to reach a place that they never been. Say she love him, but she want more. She never dreamed of being in a two-room apartment queen. That's all he got to offer, though. Retired from that corner, though. Two felonies can get with more. She threatening to leave him, so he can't see it, man. She all he got. So my man starts to scheme and he plots. He grabbed a burner in the name of his love thing and figured he'd rob things. But the block put two in his helmet. The sound of that chill hit. Got a big truck, she want a big truck. She got a man, he understand, he don't give fuck. He got a big house, she want a big house. She got a spouse, he allow, she don't give fuck. One love ain't enough, one dick ain't enough. Nothing ever is enough, and the world ain't enough, enough. The rapper may be witty, but the teeny tough, nice guy, greedy slut, cheated luck. He wanted it all but gave nothing in return Reason why nothing but dust in his urn While alive he was on some take my bottom line Hide to shine up his well-being was a concern Ruffle stuck him up just to up the buck Wasn't up the much niggas lusting Just to crush him wanting just to fuck him up Big and bad enough till somebody stabbed him up Power is a rush, time's up, they call him man a glut Project Ricardo was back in the day. She stayed laced out in Nautica, and that day she be ducking from the auditor, hitting the pipe and not knowing where her daughter was. No shower, forgetting where the border was. So lazy, a shame all the daughter was to leave her drugs right next to where the daughter was. So she could get high, and she could get high, she could get high, she could get high. Young boy, now an older man at church with his family. Him and his wife are holding hands. He releases, he looks at the priest and recognizes his features He can't believe he sees him He steps into the aisle all while he's preaching The priest says, son, would you like to come to Jesus? He says, no, nah, but I'ma send you to him You thought I wouldn't remember this When you took my innocence It's time to finish this 
Yo, check this out. This is Chuck D. of Public Enemy. You're now listening yeah. to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Ooh. Harder than you think. Mm. I'm glad this week is over. I need to get away. Go home and throw my clothes on. Come get you right away. Can't wait to see you looking lovely. I hope you're thinking of me. Cause all I want is time with you and don't need nothing more. Sugar is sweet, but now I 
Now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Uh, uh, uh. Still looking on the beat. It's a open. They call me Broadway. You know I got my favorite on the name. And you already heard about my team. <laughs> Come on. I got it. Than I ever been Who would think you never was Hood to the birds Man, you know they show me better love I'm a favorite rapper Little homie Cause they said I was We had the same shot Somehow I got a better buzz Yup They made mine a little stronger Real recognize real I'ma last a little longer You a one hit wonder Adios, get out of here Next year, me skyrocket I'm out of here Down to the dollar And then I had a dream I popped my collar Threw my fitted on the lane I hollered at my team It's time to get on the road We gotta get this green It's time to get to these shows Hey, this kid rapping Why he act like that? Why he walk? Why he talk? Why he rap like that? But them haters really Wish they had a swag like me Rock they jeans, rock they shirt And rock they hat like me Come on You already heard about my crew around here You already know how I do around here yeah, I know you didn't heard about me I know you didn't heard about me 
little party to party to IHOP And then we had a active party in the parking lot Cause you know how we do it, the party don't stop From the hill to the roof, from the roof to the clock From the clock to the party to party to IHOP And then we had a active party in the parking lot Cause you know how we do it, the party don't stop Tonight, she gon' be staying where I live. Let me walk over to her. You know I gotta pursue her. Get straight to the point. Let her know that I'm tryna do her. Hey, little lady, lookin' so bad. I like the way the movie shades match your bag. There's only one thing that I really wanna ask. If I try to hit it tonight, are you gon' get mad? You already heard about my crew around here. You already know how I do around here. Yeah, I know you been heard about me. Everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. Since 1998, whether it's on your FM, dial, internet, radio station, podcast, or website, we're up here in the mix bringing you a slice of what we call 21st century black radio to the masses. A mix of old and new school music, hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, etc. As well as news, commentary, and of course, interviews. And our interviews go all over the map. Um, ranging from independent to mainstream music artists, um, authors, people who do things in the community, the uh, entire nine. And we are hitting up our folks up in New Jersey for this interview. Um, I'm sure all of our listeners are familiar with the Jersey 
Sound Lab crew. We've been rocking various joints from them for quite a bit. And, you know, also have other ties and affiliations with them. And with that, we have one of the great artists on their roster on deck right now for this week's interview. We got Broadway Blake live and direct. How you doing there? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Definitely can't complain. Glad to have you on board. Um, first and foremost, <clears throat> no doubt, no doubt. First and foremost for, um, so we got to get a little bit of background info and stuff on you. Where are you representing from? I'm representing North New Jersey, uh-oh, city. All right, all right. And um, basically, how did you, um? well, I guess in terms of certain things, like how did you, I guess, get to liking, you know, music, in particular hip-hop, and what made you decide to become an MC? Uh, pretty much just, you know, coming up in an environment we come up in, and uh, a lot of artists before me, uh, I, from, from my area, a lot of uh, underground artists, like they was coming up, and... I just used to go outside a lot to see like the reaction they used to get from crowds. And I, I never really was interested in doing it, but you know, everybody just play around with it as kids, you play around with it. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much, uh, you know, I started listening to a favorite, like a couple artists, a few artists, and my best friend, Poppy, uh, rest in peace to him, he, he, he convinced me to like at least try it out. And then once I tried it out, it was just like, I fell in love with it. I fell in love because it was, it was a, a way for me to be able to express my feelings without, you know, without really, really saying some certain things. But, and then I, just, I, I fell in love with it. Now, I just, I can't leave it alone. All right. True indeed. True indeed. Now, like what um, particular music artists, I guess, influence your style of rhyme? Like, if there's artists, you're just there like, yo, when you heard them, you're like, yo, they, they really influenced me to step up my game or like how they sound or whatever. Who might some of those music artists be? Like, when I first, like when I first started, um, I, a big a big influence of mine was Mace. Like, uh, I used to hear Mace on the, under, like, on the underground mixtapes and all that. And I was just like, I, I was I was really a fan of more like his laid back flow and all that. And then like once he started to really pop off, it was, I, I kind of viewed myself kind of going similar in that way. But it was pretty much Mace and like a lot of Nas. So it's, it's kind of a, it's like a, it's an odd mix because you like, when you think Mace, you don't think of Nas. Mm-hmm. But like I kind of took from both of those artists and then started to blend it into my sound early and I, I just kind of took it from there. Like when I, when I first heard Mace's uh, Hollywood album, I just thought it was, I just thought it was a dope album from top to bottom and when I, when I heard If I Rule the World from Nas, mm-hmm. I just thought that was the greatest song ever. I still think it's the greatest hip hop song ever. And that's, that's pretty much where I took my, like where I got influenced for um, my sound. Alright, true indeed, true indeed. Now, I know some people have already gotten a taste of your music through the um, Jersey Sound Live Presents All Hands on Deck compilation that we've rocked a few tracks on and whatever. And definitely, you know, around this corner, people are definitely impressed. And as I'm sure you know, in this day and age, especially with the net popping off, you know, people who say they're MC and they got something now, is a dime a dozen. So definitely props and congratulations on that. Oh, thanks a lot on that. Yeah, we put some work into that. Hello? Oh, I mean, my phone. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it just, it just got uh, quiet. I, 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 my phone. My phone bugging, but I'm good. I'm good. 
Okay, okay. I just want to make sure we still had you on deck, that we didn't lose you or something drop out or anything. Alright, that's definitely all good. Now, especially since I had my time frame in New Jersey for about 10 years plus and all of that, one of the things that always kind of gets me about New Jersey is that it almost seemed like you had to go back to like the late 80s and 90s with like wide intelligent red men and those right. type of cats, naughty by nature, to be like, okay, these are cats that are representing Jersey and they're on... I don't like to say a bigger platform, but let's say get, getting more exposure. Then there's always been a healthy yeah. independent scene in New Jersey. Um, from your viewpoint, why do you think that is? Can you repeat that one more time? No problem. Um, basically, I was asking since um, by a lot of time when people talk about New Jersey hip hop, especially nationally, they kind of had to go, you know, a little bit back, like maybe 80s or 90s, to be like, here's a New Jersey artist who's getting, I guess, more widespread international props like mainstream props and from my viewpoint since I spent about 10 years plus New Jersey the area has always had a lot of talent um, yeah. hip hop wise and it just seems kind of weird that now there still hasn't been an artist that has I guess gotten that level of exposure in terms of breaking out like let's say um, Naughty by Nature or Red Men if we're talking about um, the North Jersey area and whatnot. Um, from your viewpoint right. why do you think that is do you think that people aren't um Uniting the way they should to make moves, people making bad moves, or well, I think it's a mixture of both. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of people out here supporting each other, and it's a lot of people that's making moves. But like from the era in the '90s, it was it was more lyrical based, so it was it was kind of it, it made more sense for artists like Redman, Naughty by Nature, Foodies, all of them to come up through that era. Now. The era is kind of went went away from the whole artistry and the whole like lyrical based artist, and but still here, you know, just, uh, artists from Jersey, you know, we try to like we, we want to really rap, like we we try to display our skills, but still we like the artists from out here, we, we gotta learn how to make big records, and that's that's what that's what it's all about. That's what the whole music game always been about. Even though you gotta, you gotta be dope, but you gotta be able to make big records. That's all the kids, that's all labels care about. If you can bring dollars in, and right now nobody's really producing big records out here. I mean, we making. I think there's a lot of artists on the come up that's making great records, mm -hmm. but they just haven't been making big records to appeal to appeal to the world. So I think once you learn how to move together and just make bigger records for the world, then it will kind of be easier to. You know, make that transition. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Now, you being an artist who's um, on the rise, you know, you ended up being able to hook up with a solid crew over at Jersey Sound Lab. Um, how did you um, get involved with them? Um, pretty much, uh, me and Quest and Tony Quest, like that's that's my man from back in the day. You know, we when we first started rhyming, like. We, like, we, we started our, our crews together, but we was always, you know, running in, like, pretty much the same circle. And so, like, we always did little work together. And, you know, he, he started his movement, and I had a little movement going on. But, you know, I was, I was kind of just in the middle of, like, you know, like trying to get a solid situation going on with something that was more, more stern and, and that was moving forward. So... You know, they, they hollered at me one day, and, you know, the big homie Tim, he hollered at me, and Quest hollered at me, and it just made sense, you know. 
I'm, I'm bringing my talents over there. They got a, a little more solid setup than what I had going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we all respect each other's talents, just uh, mutual respect, respect for each other. So it, it was, it, it just made a lot of sense. It was just, it was a natural transition for us. All right, no doubt, no doubt. Now, we know that you had the contract season mixtape out around last year. Um, what music projects can we expect from you um, coming up soon in terms of, I guess, like a full mixtape, album, EP, whatever have you? Um, actually, right now I got the uh, I got the new mixtape out. I just dropped it a couple weeks ago. It's called I Am The Remix. I just, it was just a bunch of records that I was just getting inspired by and just getting new energy from that I was hearing on the radio or just hearing on mixtapes and I just, I just remixed a bunch of a bunch of songs. I mean, I remixed some classic records. Uh, got a few features on there for some Jersey artists. Um, so that's actually out right now for free download on my website on BroadwayBlake.com. And um, now after that, we're gonna be we're about to start going into the Broadway Empire. In terms of Quest, he, he gonna he, he's gonna be the executive producer of that. So we just we trying to. Just map out the whole situation, and uh, I mean, I, I already know like like the energy that that's coming right now. That is going to be a big project, though. All right, true indeed, true indeed. Now, for people who haven't had a chance to see you or um, the Jersey Sound Lab crew cats live yet, like what should people expect if people are like yo, I'm going to go see Broadway Blake on stage? Uh, you should have today. Some lyrics, you definitely should respect some lyrics. Just uh, like a, a real, like personal, like when, I, when I'm performing, I just try to get as personal as I can with the crowd. Uh, you're, gonna, you're gonna see some great artists, because sometimes I'm gonna bring out some some, some great friends, mm-hmm. some great artists that I really, really respect. And uh, if, if, if you like lyrics, then it's gonna be, it's gonna be, you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna have a good time. All right, so we see some good lyrics and good energy. We ain't just gonna see you lip syncing yeah, to, to a CCD standing all still. The all right. All right, people gotta make sure, because, you know, people can make miracles happen in the studio, but live performance would lock it down for it and see to me, so I just. Oh, no, I mean, I, I love the stage. I love the stage. Put, put me on any stage anywhere, and that's home. That's home for me. All right, true indeed, true indeed. Now, this is something I always just like asking music artists. From your experience as an independent music artist, like if somebody came up to you like, yo, Blake, I really want to go ahead and get into this business and, you know, try to make some money from my music but at the same time be able to creatively express myself. Um, what would be the best advice you could give to somebody who's like, hey, I want to get into this and try to make some success from it? I would tell them to read. I would tell them to read as much as possible. Because even though it's, you know, you, you want to you be able to create music and you think that's what it's all about, but you gotta you gotta learn other things besides just making the music. And I, a lot of independent artists they hate they hate to hear that, mm. but it's it's just true facts. But you gotta you gotta read, just try to study up on marketing, mm-hmm. study up on promotions because. Like a lot in the beginning, you're going to be pretty much working by yourself. So you got to know how to call the booking agents. You got to know how to call these shows, call up these open mics, try to get spots. Just, just try to call up the people and just be able to perform anywhere. 
with me to display your talent. So, like, you got to just disagree and believe in your talent. And whenever you prepare yourself to, like, really, really take it out there, then, you know I mean, it's it should be easier from there. All right, I'm definitely glad you brought that part up because some folks think they just get a mic in the studio and the world's going to come to them. Oh, not. It's definitely not like that. Yeah, and you know, a story I've told people time and time again through the 13 years I've done this show, it's like, that's nice, yo, but there's literally now millions of people who are doing it and got their stuff yeah. out there. You know, they got to be a way to make yourself, you know, stick out a bit and the talent yeah, is definitely a portion, but that's not it. Definitely got to definitely got to stand out from what's going on because it's like the market is so cluttered that it's I mean every every five seconds you, somebody's going to say I'm a rapper and you, you can't even walk up to somebody and say yeah I got to I, I rap you know you want to support my CD because they're going to pull their CD right out and say well I got mine too let's, let's exchange so I guess it's like the market is definitely cluttered but there's it, ways around and you just got to fight People don't want to work. A lot of, uh, the majority of the time, people not want to work. So if you can just work consistently and outwork the next artist, then you should be able to put yourself in a good position. No doubt. Those are definitely some good words. And I'm glad as an artist you said that because sometimes people don't want to hear it from other angles until they had to hear from another artist who's making it happen. Because, you know, sitting down and being like, here's my Twitter link to 500 people ain't going to make you pop off. It might get not, one person to speak, but that ain't going to and, you know, mentioning the open mics and all of that type of stuff is definitely important. You know, I think it. it's kind of a lot that everybody doesn't believe that every everybody needs a start and a foundation to make sense. Yeah, happen. you have to. And it's always been that way, so. Um, yeah, you got to take it back to the grass. You got to take it back to the grass now. You got to take it back to how everybody was getting on before. I know the times change, but if you go back to how, how people were going about it before, just performing everywhere. When everybody made you rap, you know, giving out some music. And, I mean, sometimes you can rush up over the internet if you rap, but you still gotta have a plan. You can't just get on the internet and say, uh, well, I'm on the internet, got my music, man, come get it. You still gotta have a plan, you gotta know where to find your fans at. So it, it, it makes no sense to be promoting to a fan who definitely not gonna listen to your music. You gotta know where your fans are. Mm-hmm. And get out, get out to them. And just build your way to bitch. All right, no doubt, no doubt. And definitely get info for the people to grab onto and know. Speaking of the marketing and um, social media and all of that, um, can you hit the people with um, the best way they can contact you um, via the web? If there's a number you want to give people, like either collab with you or get do some booking, and where the best way that everybody can reach out to you. I know you got like right. Twitters and Facebooks and websites. Yeah, I, got, I got everything. You can hit me up on Twitter.com slash Broadway Blake, uh, Facebook.com slash Broadway Blake. You can check out some of the video streams on uh, on YouTube.com slash Team Broadway. All right. Uh, and you know, I got my own site, BroadwayBlake.com. So any one of those, I, I'm, I'm on them daily. So I, I check them. I check them. Every day, so you contact contact me via. All right, cool, cool. So I hope everybody listened in. Of course, all this information will be posted up on our podcast listing um, once we have the weekly show get out there and whatnot. But you know, y'all know how we do. We don't interview people who are corny with the town or other type of things. <laughs> Folks have stuff going on, so. 
And as we always say, you know, if you want to have good music, you got to support the artist. That includes checking out shows, yeah, yeah, buying stuff, all of that. You know, none of this, none of this is free. You might hear that people say they got resources and team, but they're all spending money somewhere. So, <laughs> all the time. You know, that that's just real. So you like a track, and they're like, hey, buy buy this upcoming project, buy the project. You know, forego that fast food meal for a day or something. Help help these cats get a meal and more. You know, I, I like I said, I lived up around Newark and um, Irvington and other spots for a minute, so I know it's extra real in the field when I see people now. It's not all the Prudential Center. I know some people only see Newark at the Prudential Center. It's yeah, that, and that's there. crazy. That, that's new. Like that that's very 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 new. I remember when they still had the newsstands that folks were pitching um like illegal cigs and other illegal things and whatnot. Yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, that that double you know, playing hockey and stuff, that that's very new and new. <laughs> it's very new. Like I I still I still shocked that we have a hockey team in North. Mm-hmm. But you know, hey yeah. it's generating some interest in the city there. Come on for it. There you go. There you go. And um, one more quick question for you. Another question I like to ask um, artists who get on the line. Um, if you had a chance to work with, let's just off the top of my head say like three music artists you would like to get a chance to work with one day, like um, whatever type of music project, whether it's singles, collabs, or whatever. Um, who would those cats be? Uh, it have to be Lauren Hill. I definitely have to work with Lauren. I'm going to work with Nas, that'll be great. And uh, Missy Elliott. I always, like, when I put, I always said I want to work with Missy one, like, one, one day. If I could do a project, I, I have to reach out for her. I'm going to reach out until she says no, no, come I, I love her creativity, so. Yeah, let me see the artists. Uh, Nas, Norma Hill, and Missy Elliott. If I can work with them three, that'd, that'd be cool. Cool, cool. Nice selection. I always like to see what people's minds go in that regard. Alright, so we know you got the upcoming project soon, the mixtape that just dropped on broadwayblake.com. And um, just plenty more, and I'm definitely looking forward to more music from you and the Jersey Sound Lab camp in the future. Um, can we just get the um, web contact and stuff one more time? And if you want to give any shout outs, we can definitely do it before getting into um, some of your tracks. Alright, um. Like I said, you can hit me up on Twitter, twitter.com slash Broadway Blake, or facebook.com slash Broadway Blake. Check uh, the videos out on YouTube. I want to give a shout out to my homeboy, Late Night Leno, Mac, BOC, uh, the whole Jersey Sound Lab movement, Quest, Big Tim, uh, my whole team, and Fuse Dodge Radio, I really appreciate y'all having me. Really, really appreciate it. No doubt, no doubt. Glad to interview a talented artist. I'm looking forward to more of your music and stuff in the future. And, you know, hopefully it'll be, you know, that time frame. Around that time, it'll be like we had Broadway Blake on mad early before everybody starts sweating. I, I, I hope so. I hope we get to go back to that. You know, I'll put the archives and the old, like, y'all, y'all ain't know about what Broadway Blake was just, was just starting to jump it off. So, so scratch. You know, straight from the beginning, but you know, I think you're repping newer crowd, and um, we look forward to more um, creative work from you. All right, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. 
No doubt, no doubt. Thank you. And y'all just heard Broadway Blake here on the syndicated Fusebox radio broadcast with DJ Fusion and John Judah. We're about to get into more of his tracks right now. If you want more information about him after this broadcast, definitely check out our podcast page, fuseboxradio.podomatic.com, or search for the podcast on iTunes, Zoom, TuneIn Radio, or Flycast if you want to get it through your phone app. And as y'all know, we'll have our track listing as well as a description of the show, links and stuff over there. So we're about to get into some new Broadway Blake and keep it moving. Again, it's the Fusebox Radio broadcast, 21st Century Black Radio for the Masses. DJ Fusion and John Jewett. Uh, it's only right. <laughs> uh. Spinning over the loop, still giving the truth. I take them to the roof, I throw them off with the juice. Giving them hard bars, stop the beat, pause. Murder from every track, I guess I'm breaking the law. If I throw a shot, I'm probably aiming at y'all. You got a problem with it? That's no problem at all. Cause I never back down from a whack clown. Said it was all gone, well I'ma bring it back now. And head it to the front, I'm doing what I want. I touch down in your town and you won't even punt. Now we can't kick it. See how I wanna talk, throw me on a song, start flipping like a somersault. Yeah, I be going off, yeah, I be going wild. I'm crazy glued to my team, gotta hold me down. This ain't easy, baby, it's just breezy, baby. I talk greasy, baby, rap game, need me, baby. The ladies love my swag, the homies love my grind. Even in the winter, got it feeling like the summertime. <laughs> hold up, uh, uh, I'm going back in. Call. <laughs> They like lighting up, I'm like nah, gotta light them up They ain't on a job, gotta write them up Maybe I'll lay them off, take them out the game Show them how to go hard in the paint like we playing ball No waka flocker, I just pop my collar tail They throw me on the remix, but I'm a monster Cause I'm a monster Plus I'm a beast, your arm's too short My flow is really out your reach I stay spazzing on the track with a 16 I was better than grown rappers when I was 16 Anything to show Put me on the big screen, cool off the record, but on the mic I spit mean. I throw ill jabs, I write better hooks. You say your chick bad, all mine got better looks. I was the man since coming out my mama womb. Broadway Empire, stay tuned, it's coming soon. <laughs> they call me Broadway. And it's a old thing. I am the remix. Broadway Empire coming soon. JSL the movement. It's only right. Rappers be very afraid. And I'm usually humble about this, but it is what it is. Uh, grab the nav, stand up. BroadwayBlake.com. That. Look. Quest, I see you. Welcome to Media Minutes. I'm Stevie Converse. And I'm Candace Clement. And I'm Megan Tatey. As newspaper staffs have shrunk, so has newspaper union membership. But a recent organizing effort at a Bay Area startup may show a new path to growing union ranks. Staffers at the Bay Citizen in San Francisco voted in May to join the Pacific Media Workers Guild, a local of the Newspaper Guild Communications Workers of America. The National Labor Relations Board certified the vote this month. Staffers at the year-old nonprofit independent online news outlet said they wanted to set an example for quality journalism and democracy in the workplace. 
Staff reporter Aaron Glantz said the value of journalists has fallen as traditional media outlets lay off staff in large numbers, and new media outlets aggregate content without paying writers. Glantz said journalists should be able to focus on reporting the news instead of worrying about job cuts, and that includes journalists in new media as well. We journalists need to be able to buy a house. We need to be able to think about saving to send our children to college. That's very important not only to our lives as journalists, but also in terms of having experienced journalists out there that can keep the public informed of what's going on in this country. Glantz said staffers at the Bay Citizen have no major grievances with management, but are simply looking to protect themselves over the long term. Bay Citizen management right now is very committed to investigative and explanatory journalism of the highest order. Our deciding to affiliate with the Guild is not in any way an indication of any conflict here. What it's an indication of is the fact that, you know, we know that our management team may not be forever. We may get a new management team with a different idea, and we want to make sure that if something like that happens, that we have a voice in the process. Now that Bay Citizen workers have a collective voice, Glantz says the next step is to decide what to say with that voice. He thinks their bold move to unionize, especially with a collegial workplace environment, may inspire other new media outlets to do the same. On the whole, media workers are pretty scared right now. Everyone is worried about being the next one to lose their job. So I think that journalists coming to other outlets may be watching us to see how it goes and could potentially copy it in the future. To check out the reporting at The Bay Citizen, visit baycitizen.org. AT&T has been making the rounds in the news this week, though not in the most favorable light. According to recently filed disclosure reports examined by watchdog group Media Matters for America, the company spent a whopping $4.9 million on lobbying in the second quarter of 2011. That's a 58% increase from the same time last year. And T-Mobile, the carrier that AT&T is looking to take over, nearly doubled its lobbying expenses. The carriers have also invested heavily in outside firms, spending an additional $1.3 million there. But it's not just the army of lobbyists that the company has built that has raised eyebrows. And yes, it's quite an army. AT&T hired 90 new lobbyists last year. It's who makes up the ranks. The company has hired powerful former senators, like former Senate Majority Leader Trent Lott and former Senator John Brough, who served on the congressional committee that regulates telecommunications, as well as former Representative Billy Towson, who served on the House Commerce Committee. Former Representatives Don Dellums, Vic Fazio, and Jim Davis have also been contracted to lobby on the proposed merger between AT&T and T-Mobile. While the lobbying news has turned the heads of many consumer groups fighting against the merger, it is AT&T's newly proposed data pricing plans that has the majority of the public's attention and frustration. The company's unlimited data pricing just got, well, limited. AT&T announced this week that it will begin to throttle network speeds for, quote, heavy users, defined as those within the top 5% of data usage who are on the company's unlimited data plan. While their press release asserts that most users will not be affected by these changes, groups like the Future of Music Coalition have pointed out that the proliferation of streaming mobile music applications like Pandora, RDO, and Spotify make it easy for people to go over their data limits. AT&T claims that even with these changes, it will not be sufficient to address the spectrum scarcity and network capacity issues that the company claims to experience. According to AT&T, only the acquisition of T-Mobile will provide a solution to these problems. Now, who's got 
You've been listening to Media Minutes, a production of Free Press, a national nonpartisan organization working to reform the media. For more information, visit freepress.net. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now witnessing Goosebumps Listening to the fuse box with John Judah. Chief Rock, a rap, beat me and 
black, yo, I'm dangerous. I've been trained to bust when a stranger bust trying to endanger us. Praise me, y'all. Don't nothing phase me, y'all. When they see me, they gaze me, y'all. Crazy, y'all. They say I'm a myth. Trust me if somebody rip out of the depths of your imagination appears Will Smith. Black suit, the black shades, the black shoes. Black tie with the black attitude. New style, black rape bands. I'm stunning, man. New hotness, pitch black 600, man. Don't you understand what you thought I wouldn't come again? Leave you hanging without bringing you to fun again? Tangle in with the alien scum again? Mind your manners or the black suits running in? Nod your head. Let me see you nod your head like this. Let me see you like this. Let me see you bop your head. Nod your head. Come on. Let me see you like this. Let me see you nod your head like this. Check it. Yo. It's this chick, right? Serlina, making me sick, right? Earth is worthless to her, she be tripping like Threatening me and my men's trying to get the light Thinking she's superwoman, but black kryptonite Finishing whatever you start, son The best looking crime fighter since myself in part one Better act right and play nice and sing along Cause K is back and he hype. What? Bring it on! Uh Wanna brawl with me? Trying to brawl with me Uh, uh What? What, what, yeah, let me see you, just come on, just come on and nod your head like this, let me see you nod your head, let me see you nod your head like this, let me see you, let me see you nod your head, let me see you, come on, come on, let me see you, like this, let me see you, check it, check it, yo, case closed, erase my foes, chased away by the black suit shades and clothes we above the law feds can't touch me y'all highly ranked black blank id card so disregard what you think you saw put that phone down now who you think you calling huh one little flash then good night there just open your eyes honey look right here thank you mission completed i mean it we won't be defeated you've seen it we did it even with weapons depleted galaxy defenders don't act like you don't remember taking contenders and proving they only pretenders ladies and gentlemen boys and girls the men in black is back to protect the world when the enemy is near the elite is here so have no fear just let me see you nod your head come on nod your head like this let me see you like this let me see you Right here on the Fuse Box Radio.
living it for life, living it, never giving it back. Too late for slipping, so slack up on my lap. It's on your lips, so trap shot. A steel dick, walk, flick for pump butts. All I'm saying ain't no question who the man is in my civic or in this showbiz. I'm beautiful, beautiful. Come on, what you say? I think I take it all. Pistol grip, pump on my lap at all times. Pistol grip, pump on my lap at all times. They can be fucking with other niggas, but they can't be fucking with mine. Pistol grip, pump on my lap at all times. Pistol grip, pump on my lap at all times. They can be fucking with other
You are now listening to the Fuse Box with John Judah. He got the whole world counting on his comeback. City to city, like where the fuck is Sun at? Wasting too much time, fucking with them dumb rats. Whoever slept on them, boy, you shouldn't have done that. Now go stand in the corner here, put on your gun sack. He real witted, he cocks both of his guns back. He about to make a call of Cali to expand his muscle. Then I'ma spin one of you niggas like a Spanish hustle. You ain't here, peep from Queens, cause the can is muffled. He moving shaking so hard, he turned the land to rubble. Dumb dopes who just opened up a can of trouble. I bet my life on it, maggot, this is the gambler's double. It's not a good look, don't make a map to paint a picture. Get rose says I put your head where they train the clippers. I see you niggas not seeing like a gang of Hitlers. But arousing the black cloud is gonna bring a twister. Surgical Scrubs, check, surgical gloves, check, I murder you mugs, not clear, I'm about to go in, mask for the mug, check, sponge for the blood, check, not giving no drugs, and clear, I'm about to go in, scissors and knife, check, not giving some lights, check, six of them wipes, and clear, I'm about to go in, pencil and lube, check, a few of them tools, check, some medical blue, not clear, I'm about to go in, it's only room in this town for one dude in black, and I pack lead in your back like school is back, I leave y'all niggas with wings, like it's a hooter snack You look a little tired, homie, you can use a nap And you ain't gotta tell me twice where the food is at He keeps shots in his arms like it's user tracks Dumb dumbs all in his guns like it's a foolish strap No child line, skip a hit, trooper, pursue the back Minus enterprise crime, use a petty crook He throw that hoodie on, it's about to be a heavy tooks I'm about to leave a smoke cloud like some deadly cush Well, 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 look at what we have here Shell, 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 nobody now to Half clear, nothing but cash here. Y'all just look at half queer. 16 wheeler headlights, I'm about to smash this and put them in the grass there. Be on the last stairs. I leave your head missing the solid, like it's a bad pair. I'm taking your spot, I'm about to put my flag here. Surgical scrubs, check. Surgical gloves, check. I murder you mugs, not clear. I'm about to go in. Mask for the mug, check. Sponge for the blood, check. Not giving no drugs and clear. I'm about to go in. Scissors and knife, check. Not giving some lights. Check it, six of them wipes and clear, I'm about to go in Pencil and lube, check a few of them tools Check some medical blue, not clear, I'm about to go in Save your rack versus Aki, I don't feel your raps And you don't know me, boy, don't try to get familiar, cat A ring of chains trying to tingle with the silverbacks Couple of things from out the finger, leave them real relaxed You had your run time, the fun's over, chill with that You Fred Flintstone, nigga, where your Wilma at? I'm on to my dividends, was born for the intimates Y'all toddlers in the playpen, but Gia put the inner drink This hope man, the dope man is coming with the big syringe I see a payday, it's Fridays and grits again You made a little name, but now your flame is flickering Only thing counting is this chatter, never makes a friend He on his grind game, he headed for the strips again Clown don't make me have to come around this bitch again Surgical scrubs, check, surgical gloves, check I murder you mugs, not clear, I'm about to go in Mask for the mug, check, sponge for the blood, check Not giving no drugs and clear, I'm about to go in Scissors and knife, check, not giving some lights, check Six of them wipes and clear, I'm about to go in Pencil and lube, check, a few of them tools, check Some medical blue, not clear, I'm about to go in
were told that the hell below is a fiery inferno. I rediscovered my soul between the lines inside my journal. Trapped within a pen state of mind, Joe Paterno. External gratification is not happiness internal. Interject, intellect, intercept, internet. A slave majority with 5% benefit. Photoshop images, retouch photography, pornography, sodomy, child labor economy. Put away your hope, same political policies. 2010 only minus the space odyssey. It's gotta be a better way. We pray to hit the lottery. We all need up the rapists, the rapists, the rapists. For the robbery of our God and official public apology. My angel plotted to have organized confusion. You fell for the delusion. I'll expose the movement. Illusion. illusion.
That system is our enemy. When you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. Were you listening to me, Neo? Or were you looking at the woman in the red dress? I was... Look again. Freeze it. This... This isn't the Matrix. No. It's another training program designed to teach you one thing. If you are not one of us, you are one of them. Sentient programs. They can move in and out of any software still hardwired to their system. That means that anyone we haven't unplugged is potentially an agent. Inside the Matrix, they are everyone, and they are many. We have survived by hiding from them, by running from them. But they are the gatekeepers. They are guarding all the doors, they are holding all the keys, which means that sooner or later, someone is going to have to fight them. Someone. I testified, my mama cried. Black people died when the other man lied. See the TV, listen to me, double trouble. I overhaul and I'm coming from the lower level. I'm taking tabs, show enough stuff to grab like shirts and it hurts. With a neck direct, took a pole cause I sold. From the education of a TV station But look around, here go the sound Of the record ball, boom and pound When I shut them down
Now listening to the fuse box with John Judah.
right here on the Fusebox Radio.
are now listening to the fuse box with John Judah.
Join us next time. Good night.